Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live.
Hallelujah. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Intercessor Prayer. This is Sister Lashana. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. This is what happened. Amen. Amen. We are here once again. Oh, man, what we're in for a treat once again, LSU Malcolm is going to bring the lesson tonight. So, again, we are in for a treat. Uh, Prophet Bob, would you like to open us up in prayer? I'd be honored to, woman of God. Thank you. Father, I repented just a little bit ago, ministering with Prophetess Tasha, our daughter. But if there be just one thing between that time and right now that I might have failed you in some way, forgive me. Wash me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, iniquity, and sin. In Jesus' name, amen. It's an honor to be here tonight, Father. We're going to know the deep things of God, the mysteries of God, the oracles of God. We're going to glean much tonight, having our ears to be attentive to hear what the Holy Spirit is about to say to us. Father, there might be one person on the prayer call tonight that has come, but they don't understand the deep things. And Father, they're going to know tonight, and there might be one on the call that might not be saved, or one straddling the fence struggling to serve you. If there be one tonight, please let them not leave this prayer call until they repent and make it right with you. Or the undertaker may untie their shoestring in the morning. So, Father, have your way tonight. Father, I ask that you would touch everybody that came on the call tonight. And even the ones that will be coming in in a little bit. Touch those that are in the talk show room as they have come to hear, thus saith the Lord. If they have a need tonight, Father, it might be sent forth out of the word we're about to hear tonight that will catapult them to their next level, that will deliver them and set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit. We bind every backlash, retaliation, spirits, In the mighty name of Jesus, we cover everybody on the prayer call tonight and even in the talk show room under the blood of Jesus. And now, Father, have your way. For it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith God. And so, Father, have your way tonight. Bless your people. Bless this ministry. Bless Pastor Maureen Chen daily in the name of Jesus. And Collington Daly. And Father, we will forever give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And it is so. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Oh, what a night. Again. I want to open up the line for your for your testimonies and your praise report. Um, I I have testimonies. I have praise reports. 
I just want to give God thanks and praise for who for who He is. Um, I don't even know where to get started. Uh, this weekend we went down to Erie, Pennsylvania, to minister. Um, glory to God. One moment, please. Someone else, please, please testify. Uh, it's okay. Um, this this weekend we went down to um, to Air Pennsylvania. Before before we got there on Wednesday, um, you know, my husband and I we thought about our vehicle that we currently have, um, and I say currently because I know God's about to change that. Um, and we we said there's no way that we can drive our car um you know all the way to to Pennsylvania and back because uh, you know it's 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 on its last leg but nevertheless um some things some things took place and we just decided we're going to trust God we um uh I came on on the way home from Holy Ground on Wednesday the Holy Spirit said why don't you take a look at um no call call somebody and I, I spoke to one of the evangelists at church um regarding one of the other members that um worked for a rental um a rental a car rental place and you know we thought okay uh, if we could get uh, employee rates that would be wonderful anyways turned out she no longer works there and so um you know we we were wondering okay what now um i went on their website and i saw a really cheap rate for um you know for to rent for the for the weekend and um i i called them and they gave me a rate that's double what was on the website and i said no that's not what's on your website and you know in addition to the double the amount they said and your your mileage is capped at 150 kilometers so you'd have to pay um for extra kilometers i said no that's not what's on your website it's showing me um this amount and it's showing unlimited mileage and the gentleman said you better go ahead and book it because you know um i can't give you that rate but if you see it on if you see on our website, go ahead and book it. So um, I did, and um, you know I got a you know really 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 good price for um, for the car. Anyways, Thursday night, my husband and I are talking, and my husband said, "Wouldn't it be nice if when we show up, um, we get an SUV?" Uh, he said, "Knowing the way that we're favored, that's his exact word. Knowing the way that we're favored, because we'll be, tra- you know, when we travel, we go, we get to the airport, and we're upgraded to first class, no charge. You know, that's that's the kind of favor that we receive." And he said, "Knowing the way that we're favored, we will probably get an SUV." Um, um, for the same price, and I was like, uh, I don't think so. Did you know? I looked at the price of the SUVs, and it's like you know four times the amount that's here. And then I said, you know, perhaps we'll get something that um, you know is low on mileage. So we'll get an SUV, but it's low on mileage. Well, Friday when we went to the um, 
the 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 car um rental place to pick up the car exactly what we spoke that's exactly what happened god gave us um an very comfortable suv that's low on um gas mileage at the same low low price that we saw it online for um long story short the price um, for renting that vehicle that we receive um, for the weekend, um, it, to, to rent that vehicle, that's what we would be paying um, for one day, and that's what we paid for the entire weekend um, getting that car. We were able to praise God. We were able to drive in comfort. It snowed in um, Pennsylvania, and we were fine because, you know, the car sits so nicely on the road. And I just want to thank God for his divine favor over our lives. Um, This past weekend was, you know, for those on Facebook, you know, who have read um, some of the things that, you know, that um, Prophet Anita and some other folks wrote out there, some of you may have seen um, the the live feed. It was an absolutely God-filled, amazing weekend. And I just want to thank God. I want to thank God for showing up and doing what he what he does, Amen. I just want to thank him and I thank um, you know uh, Prophet Anita so much. Um, Prophet Anita, you know what she did for my husband and I. She has pushed our ministry into a whole new level. Of you know, I didn't know that <laughs> what took in any case. We just thank God. We thank God for her. We thank God for the blessing, the blessings that, you know, took place. We thank God for the prophetic words that were spoken. And according to the folks, um, the words that were spoken were accurate. And I thank God, you know, that I avail myself to him to be used by him. Um, Without him, I'm nothing. I can't do anything. I can't minister without him. I can't prophesy without him. I just can't do any of this. I can't lay hands on the sick without him. I can't. Everything, you know, um, that took place on uh, um, over the weekend uh, had everything to do with the Holy Spirit because on my own. I can't do it. And I just want to thank him, thank him, thank him. Out of this weekend, um, you know, we received an invitation to go to a place just outside of Indonesia. And we're just, you know, we're grateful. We're grateful for what God is doing and what he will continue to do. So God's richest blessings upon each and every one of you. And, um, you know, just keep on. Let me, can I just say this? Um, I often talk about the power of our tongue. Um, Let me encourage you to speak. Amen. Let me encourage you to speak. Just open your mouth and speak. And when you speak, believe God. Because, you know, 
just starting. The, the entire trip was, um, you know, a, a miracle and a blessing uh, from things that we, you know, we, we spoke. But even starting with, you know, something as simple as the car, you know, my husband um, speaking and saying, wouldn't it be nice because we are favored that, you know, that could happen. And that's exactly what happened. And some other things that I spoke, you know, um, regarding regarding this ministry trip, I saw everything come to pass. And so I just want to give God thanks and give him praise. I also um, want to thank, um, you know, all of you, um, Simple Words Ministry members, who fill in um, this weekend, including last night, because I, you know, I had to go to another service when I came back last night. And I thank, I thank you all. I thank um, Sister Andrea for bringing forth the word, Minister Kamisha for moderating, um, just all of you for, um, you know, just jumping in and taking care of business while I am, you know, while I have to be away. And, um, you know, I, I thank God. I truly thank God. So God bless you, and I'm looking forward to another excellent teaching tonight. Um, thank you, Minister Lashana. God bless. Amen. Amen. God moves. I see he does and he moves. So we have, you know, we have to thank God for everything that has been going on in our lives. And Pastor Marie, we, we we are blessed and honored to have you over this line, you know, you know, so we, we, we are behind you 1000%. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Okay, now let us get ready. Elder June, are you on the line? Oh, praise the Lord, Minister. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, ma'am. Are you hearing me clearly? Yes. Yes. Okay, all right. Pastor, I guess it works. All right, I'm going to try to use this. Uh, uh, hold on. Prophet Bob, are you hearing Elder June? I can hear her. Um, not as clear, but I do hear her. It's not clear. I can hear you, but um, well, no, not you, not you, Minister Lashana, because you are in talk show. Let's get okay. somebody that's on the on the prayer line. Um, Sister Andrea, can you hear Elder June? Yes, Pastor, but she's not coming over clearly. Right. Right. Yeah. You see, on our end, Minister um, Lashana, on our end, we can hear her because we are connected to Talk Shoe. But okay. the folks on the prayer line, they're the ones that um, they need to indicate whether or not they can hear. No, Pastor, okay. even I called in on Talk Shoe, and, and she sounds muffled. Okay. All right, I'm going to phone in. Give me a few minutes and I'll go on the phone in. Okay. All right. So in the meantime, Minister LaShawn, I guess you can um, go ahead and um, pray. Yes. Father God, right now, watch me in your son's precious blood. Yes, Lord. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything is not of you, I do want to repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You're my Abba Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, and I give you praise. So, Father, not tonight, God, I just thank you and I bless you. Father God, I lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. I thank you for what you're doing on Bride of Christ Ministries, Father God, and help supply all their needs and with their current mission trip, Father God. We thank you and we ask you to give them an awesome blessing, Father God. Father God, I lift up Pastor Marie Ken daily up to you, Father God. I just thank you and I bless you for her, Father God. 
I thank you for every move that's going in her life, Father God. And I truly, Father God, I just thank you for every door that is opening for her now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, I lift up to, I lift up some words ministry unto you, Father God. You see tonight, everyone on this line is here to hear you. Father God, let them have an ear to hear and a heart to, to capture the information, Father God. Father God, tonight as the word go forth, let it be deliverance, Father God. Father God, as the word go forth, let it be a healing word, Father God. As this word for God be go forth, Father God, let it be a barrier breaking, a sound breaking, a barrier breaking word tonight, Father God. And Father God, we lift up Elder June Malcolm up to you tonight, Father God. And as she go forth, Father God, let her totally decrease as you increase, Father God. And Father God, right now, we bind the enemy tonight, Father God. We bind the works of the enemy. We bind the wickedness of the enemy. We bind every word curse of the enemy, Father God, now. And we bind the power of the enemy, and we send it straight to the pen of hell now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to remove every hindrance from hindrance from this line and from your people tonight now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, I give you praise, Father God. I worship you because there is no one, no one, no one like you, Father God. And right now, Father God, mm, Father God, let it be no distractions tonight, Father God. But Father God, we lose your son, Jesus, because he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We lose the Holy Spirit on this line, because it is not bound by law. And this is a, the Holy Spirit, the teacher, a comforter, a teacher, a comforter. So much more of the power. We we release the power of the Holy Spirit over this line. Release the power of King Jesus over this line. That's we release the divine power tonight, oh Lord. And so I just got to give you praise. I thank you. And I bless you. And I thank you for your glory to rain down tonight, oh, Lord. I thank you for your glory to rain down on your people tonight. Father God, let this let this word tonight, let it be good food. Let it not only be good food, but let it be seed. Let it be seed that's planting in our hearts so we may grow with it, Father God. Oh, God, I just thank you, and I bless you. And I pray this prayer in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 LJ. The line is yours. It's the Lord. Come oh, on. I can hear you clearer now. Clear now? Clear. Um, please, uh, Pastor Maureen, I guess you're right. I do need a microphone other than the one that's on the computer. So I will. I'll, I'll get myself a microphone at some point. Um, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Lord. June. Oh, praise praise God. Praise God. God. So glad that we're here. We're still in the land of delivering, and we give God so much thanks for his goodness and his mercy um, towards us. Um, I just want to say to the, to the Lord and to the Holy Ghost that I, I endorse the, the prior of um, Minister Burton that she just prayed. Um, it rang in my spirit while she was praying. And I bless the Lord that um, he's able to connect us by spirit. Glory to my, glory to God. I greet Pastor Maureen Chen. I give you a special honor, ma'am, in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. I bless all the, the, the leaders and um, ministers on this line, giving special honor 
to Dr. Rucker and to my pastor, Bishop Carlton Tracy. Amen. Um, who currently is the watcher for my soul. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's a position that is priceless in, in, in your life. I, I was told at one point that um the most important person in your life was your teacher and your doctor. And then um I found that that's not true at all. <laughs> the most important person in your life is your pastor. Glory. And and I'm privileged to have Pastor Maureen Chen and um Bishop Tracy, so I am so fortified. I'm so fortified the enemy pays me lots of attention. <laughs> Glory to God, but I am well fortified, so he tries, but he fails every time. I I give God thanks. I I bless the Lord for his goodness towards us. And I I just ask him that while we're here tonight, that he will speak to us all clearly as to what he wants us to to absorb of him from this, from tonight's lesson. To absorb of him. Um, in tonight's lesson, we're still looking at the the Son of God, um, meaning God incarnated in the flesh. And um, last week, I started to read some passages very slowly from the Book of Saint John and and in depth. And I'm just going to um, continue that tonight. Glory to God. I might not go past Saint John chapter three because um, by then it would have been established how to actually go through the Bible um, by that method. And then I will pop over to Hebrews chapter chapter 1 and 2, and I'll, I'll close off the Son of God with, with the book of Hebrews. Um, so um, St. John, if you have the Bibles open, turn to St. John chapter 1, and I think I had made it down to... Um, verse 17, verse 17. And the reason why we're doing this exercise, uh, as as I said, um, we do need to know to know God um, in depth. We need to know God beyond the surface of knowing of knowing somebody or knowing Him. Um, in order for us to fulfill our divine purpose or why why we're here on the earth. The more the Lord speaks to me about this thing, it's the more serious of a Christian I'm becoming. Um I think there's a scripture in the Bible that says something about idle jesting and for for a long while I, I didn't understand why that scripture was in the Bible because um I don't think it's a sin to laugh a little or even laugh a lot. And um, could you could you all just give me one second, please? Just one second. Answer your door. I'm sorry about that. I I try to be a good neighbor. No scripture in the Bible that says that now somebody come knocking and but you don't care that you don't want them to weaver you, so <laughs> you'll go answer the door. Yeah. I, I be a good neighbor. There's this um 
this this young this this young boy that I help to help to take care of because his mom needs the help. Um, and then sometimes his uncle will come to get him. But his mom already came and got him early. I guess she didn't communicate with him. So he came to, to get him. So you would have continued knocking if I didn't answer the door because he thinks his nephew is here. Just a, just a little boy that I help. I help with just to make certain that his mom doesn't get so overwhelmed with being a single mother. But he went home earlier. His uncle just came to see if he was still here. So um, we we need to know God. We need to know God in depth in order to do the things that God wants us to do on the earth. So it's not a matter of just knowing that God exists. Those are for people who are not carrying out God's business. So they can get by with just simply having an idea or consenting to the thought that there's got to be a God um, somewhere, somehow. But for those of us who are called and have answered the call to actually carry on and complete and finish the mission that Jesus Christ started, that God started, and um, established on the earth through Jesus Christ, we do need to know God in depth. We can't simply just know God on the surface. Because if we know God on the surface, we wouldn't understand when he, he gives us instruction. We wouldn't, we wouldn't hear exactly what he's saying and know to do exactly what he wants us to do. And so we have to go beyond our natural self. We have to go be beyond ourselves and actually activate our spirit man or our spiritual self because God doesn't know anyone after the flesh. So in reading the scriptures, even if you, you major in English in university, even if you're a, a linguist like you you teach languages and develop languages for a living. Even if you're if if you are that skill and that equipped in 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 languages, you still wouldn't know how to handle the word of God in the natural. Because handling the word of God this is not a nat- a natural endeavor. It's not a natural task. It's a supernatural task because the word of God um is spirit. And, and, and life. And, and I'm speaking about the word that's written in the Bible, um, that's written in the language that we speak. I'm glad that the Bible is written in just about every language that there is. I'm glad I don't have to struggle to read Hebrew and Greek or any other language or Latin in order to, 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 to have the word of God. And now I hear that they're going to put the Bible in Jamaican, um, Jamaican Creole, Jamaican Patois, and um, that would be great to see, but I'm not excited about it too much because I, I don't read Jamaican Creole too well. I speak it, but I don't read it very well. So I think I would still struggle to read it if they put the Bible in, in, in that language. But for those people, I have a niece. She 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 writes Jamaican um, patois like, like how I write English. And um, so to, for her, that, that version would be pretty good. But I'm glad that God continues to... Um, and I, I'm hoping that it's God who tells them to do that. But I'm glad that God keeps on making his word available 
to everyone. Because if you're called in ministry with God, you have to understand God in his writing. And then you have to understand God in his voice. You have to be able to hear him, hear his voice, and understand his voice. And then you're going to have to understand God even when nothing is spoken, when there's no word spoken or there's no word written. You're going to have to perceive God. Um, so let me say that again. You're going to have got to be able to read and understand God through his words in, in whatever languages that you speak and do proper Inter- interpretation that we call hermeneutics theologically. And then you have to go beyond that written word and you have to be able to hear God's voice and um, understand God's voice and, and, and distinct between God's voice and the adversary's voice and the voice of your own mind. Um, that's not a very easy easy task. It takes being in a certain position with God to to hear God and to distinct God clearly. And um and to communicate with God on that level. And and that's the level on which miracles are performed. So miracles are not performed in the natural because miracles are supernatural. We understand that. So if we're only speaking to God in the natural, we're not going to get any miracles. And that is the answer as to why there's so many unanswered prayers. Because the prayers are not offered in the dimension or in the realm or under the frequency um, that account it to be in the realm of the spirit is is still in the realm of the natural. I've experienced, I don't know if you have experienced, I've experienced sometimes um, praying, and I know my praying going no place, but I am praying. (laughs) But I can tell now, okay, I'm not connecting. And so somebody says, doesn't God hear you anyways? Yes, he does hear. Um, As a matter of fact, we don't really even have to utter words for God to hear. That's what I just said. You, you too, we too need to hear even when no words are uttered. We have to perceive in the spirit. So God does hear whether we speak or not. It is not, it is not God hearing is the problem, why we do need to speak and why we do need to speak in a certain realm or in a certain dimension. God is not the problem. Um, the problem is we have an enemy. And um, the enemy is, he, he, he steals and he destroys and he kills. So you can't be in the realm where he is so experienced and skilled that he knows how to upset your, your intention and your prize. You need to be in that realm that is above where he operates when you are communicating 
uh, with God, especially if you're communicating for something urgent, something dire, some emergency, some something that just has to get done, and it's impossible on on this side of life in the natural, so it has to get done in the supernatural. So we have to get to that point where we can perceive God. And if we can perceive God, then God will, let me use a, 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 a technical term that, we, that everybody knows is that these days, will download in us. God will communicate with us outside of words. And so the enemy will not even know what's going on between us and um, the Father. By the time he realizes what's going on, it's too late. We have already accomplished what we're trying to accomplish. And so that is why we need to know God in depth. Because if we don't know God in depth, then we will not be able to communicate with God by perception. And sometimes that's necessary um, to communicate with God by perception. Um, Adam did that. And, and, and when, he was, when he had to name all the animals that God had created. And, and the Bible said, whatsoever Adam called them, that was their name. Adam perceived that. It wasn't like Adam made up the names himself. He simply perceived what God wanted them to be called. And he didn't disagree with God. He called them what God wanted them to be called. So Adam passed that dimension, or if you want to say he passed a test, or he, or he has proven that we can communicate with God by perception. So Philippians 2, verse 5 says, let this same mind, which was in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the same mind must be in us. So if we have that mind, the mind of Christ, then we communicate with God by perception. If we, if we can communicate with God by perception, um, time and space cannot limit you. There's no limitation with you to time and space. You can go forward or backward um, in the realm of the spirit because um, everything in the spirit is constant. Um, glory to God. And so even if in this time frame where we are at, it seems like the time for something has already passed, you can go into the realm of the spirit and still enact the will of God. Time never passes for the will of God. And, 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 and that is why everyone in any generation, the Bible says, um, that we come into this relationship with God, we're one with God. If we get into the same, if we get into the, the, the dimension of perception with God, we're in the same place where Abraham was and where Moses was, and where Joseph was, while they walk on earth, where Abraham was, um, where Daniel was, where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, were, we would get into that same dimension and in that same, that same realm, and we would be able to accomplish the, 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 um, the same degree of labor and work in the Lord that they did. So the reason why God takes the time now to detail himself for those of us who are pursuing him, for those of us who are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, for those of us who um, 
have an unction with the Holy Ghost, and sometimes we can't we, we we can't be settled and we can't have peace because we know. I don't I don't mean unhappiness. When I say peace, I mean you cannot stop, even if it's gonna cost you your life. Also, even if it becomes illegal to be a Christian, those of us who are in that dimension, we would be Christians anyways. Um, it being illegal, our lives being threatened with imprisonment or persecution, it wouldn't stop us. We, we, we would have gone beyond um, that dimension, that realm, that earthly realm where we're scared of imprisonment for the name of Jesus Christ or persecution for the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, that, that wouldn't affect us anymore because we would be operating in a, in a different realm a realm where sounds have meaning. Sounds is a language, not words, but sounds is a language. Um, Pastor Maureen Chen um, spends Wednesdays that I know of uh, in this place in Caledon, the town adjoining to Brampton, in a place that is called Holy Ground. And um, the folks who minister um, at Holy Ground, they believe in the ministry of sounds. Um, they, they fight warfare and they fight battles and they gain victory without words, without verb, verbiage or verbal words. Um, they, use, they use the horn. They use a horn to do it. And um, those of us who don't know how to blow a horn or blow a trumpet, we, 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 we would use groanings and moanings. That's what the Bible says now, that um, with groanings that cannot be uttered. Um, the Holy Ghost uses that language for us. As I said, when something needs to get done, that um, on this side it's impossible and we need to go into the realm of the Spirit and the Holy Ghost is our um, help me, he is our um, aid. And so we would make these groanings, not by us, the groanings by the Holy Ghost. They're coming out of us, but it's, it's, the, it's the Holy Ghost that's doing that. So we're doing what we're doing by sounds. And um, I am going to, I don't think I have a scripture that tells me this plainly, but I am going to boldly say, and if, if I'm not right, the Holy Ghost will correct me. And if anybody knows better than me, you can correct me too. That I will boldly say, when we get to that dimension where we go by sounds, the enemy don't understand what we're doing. <laughs> I, I think this is a language that's above his capability. Although he's a spirit too, and although he was here a long, long time before us, and although he's experience and skill in doing what he does, um, I think God reserved that for his sons. And so um, as soon as we get to that place, at that point where there is no turning back for us, uh, we don't have no other alternative but to go forward in, in, with the Lord in the realm of the Spirit, then, then, then the Holy Ghost who leads us into all truth will take us to that dimension. And so in that dimension, listen to what I'm going to tell you very boldly. In that dimension, we don't really have to ask God a lot of questions all the time and say, what this, what that. You will know because you're, 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 you're functioning with God by perception. 
you will know what the will of the Lord is, and you will know how to execute it. Um, um, glory to God. And when you pray, yes, you will still have to pray. Men are always to pray and not to faint. When, when you pray, though, you would pray not as if you don't know that the answer is already executed. You will pray as if you're simply putting on um, visibility or manifestation of that answer in this dimension. So, so let, me, let me use an example because I'm, I'm speaking very abstract tonight. Let me use an example. For instance, for instance, um, let's say, um, okay, I'm going to use an example that Jesus did, okay? I, I won't make up one. I'll use one that already happened. When Lazarus died, when Lazarus died, um, and Jesus reached to Bethany, he had, he had his own little thing with his disciples, right? But when he actually reached um, to, to Bethany and, and Martha came, uh, Martha and, and Jesus had this conversation where Martha says, yes, I know that my brother will rise again on the last day. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Though he was dead, yet shall he live. So, so right then and right there, Jesus was declaring that um, Lazarus, he was going to call Lazarus back from, 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 the, from the grave. Martha didn't quite perceive it, didn't quite get it, because Martha was not yet at that place um, of perception. She was still functioning on this side in the natural where Jesus speaks to her and she understands um, his language. And, and Mary was no better. Some people might think that Mary was in a more advanced stage than Martha because of Jesus said earlier that she has chosen the better part and she spent more time listening to Jesus. But if you listen to both of, both of their um, conversation with Jesus, their words, you will realize that they were both saying the same thing. So Mary was not really any more spiritually advanced than, than, than Martha when it comes to believing that you can actually know what God wants by perception, regardless of what you're seeing in front of you, regardless of what has already happened or what is happening. You can, you can know what God's will is by, by perception. And so Jesus had told his disciples earlier that Lazarus is really dead. And I'm glad I wasn't there because he needed to die like that in the flesh um, because they needed to see that. And he says, no, we're going. We're going so that we can wake him up again. So Jesus didn't have to go down there and wonder what to do about Lazarus. Before he got there, he knew what he was going there to do. He knew what God wanted to get done. And so when he prayed the prayer, um, he said to God, I'm praying the prayer like this, and I'm praying the prayer aloud, not because of me and you. Between me and you, I already know what your will is. I know what you want to get done. I know what you're going to do. But because of the people that are around, um, that is why I'm praying like this. And Jesus said that for you and I to know that. Because uh, if Jesus didn't say that, then we wouldn't have this information to know that um, we can communicate with God 
by perception. And if we communicate with God by, by perception, we know exactly what God's will is. But we still might do something physically, like speaking or acting out something, because, because we're here to edify others, and we're here to help others to believe. So when we're, when we're communicating with God by per- perception, it's not like we shut out the entire world, and we're in this little class and category that no one can reach. Um, the more the more you become like God, it's the more public you become. It's the more accessible you are to the public because you're the one through whom God is going to do what he has to do for the masses. And likewise, it's it's the more threatened your life becomes, especially if you're living in a place where um, faith in God is not accepted. Um, but you, you wouldn't be able to hide from that. It's just a matter of course. And no one at that point, no one would be able to take you out before God ready for you to leave anyways um, because you would know beforehand whatever Whatever is happening, because you, because you would know as God as God knows, you will know by perception. Okay, First um, Corinthians thirteen also give you First um, Corinthians thirteen also give you some indication of this that at certain point at certain point with Christ you know in part, like only partially, you know in part. But then we can know even as we are known. And um, I know many of us think that can only happen after the rapture, like after we are transformed. But there is no, there is no limitation with God and his sons. God will do anything at any time in, in his son because it's him that's doing it. So Elisha, Elisha. Elisha, yes, Elisha, the second one, <laughs> not Elijah. Elisha was able to stay in Israel and knew what the enemy was planning, the enemies of Israel were, were planning for Israel, and was able to send to the king and tell the king um, what, what, what the, the Assyrians were planning to do and, then, and what he was supposed to do. And, and to the point where the um, the king knew that there's absolutely no way the the the, the, the children of Israel, the, the Israelites, could have known that he was going to do what he what he did, except there was a spy in the camp. There was a double agent because that plan wasn't revealed to anybody. And the plan was made in his in his secret chamber. So, and it was only made just before the attack. So, how would the king of Israel know? Except it's one of his guys that's closest to him, who was on the forefront of that battle. Well, one of the guys, no, no, I don't know how he how he knew, but he was able to say, no, 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 we're all faithful to you. You don't have much sense, but we're all faithful to you. 
You haven't heard? There is a man in Israel by the name of Elijah. He knows everything you're planning in your bedchamber. He hears you, and he knows what to do about you. And when we obey your instruction, we only obey because we, we are under your, 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 your subjection. So we can get to that exact same place. And, and, I, and I'm going to say again another bold statement. That's where the church needs to be today. Not just one and two people. Not just Prophet Bob, because he is called, he, he is gifted with that title, he's in that office. But I think it should become more common. You know why? Because the world is in a very unstable place right now. The world is in a turmoil. The world has flipped upside down. That's, like, that's how the world was when Jesus Christ came here and the church started. And so the Bible says that, when the twelve the disciples that Jesus turned apostles and left, somebody says, "Aren't these the same uneducated guys that we know? How is that they're turning the old place upside down?" Because the the world had flipped over on the on the downside, and the world has flipped again on the downside. When the world flipped on the downside, it's worse than when we have open wars. Because at least when there are open wars, there's a battlefield, and there are soldiers who are out there fighting, and the rest of the the country, the the the, the, the citizens, they are kept away from all the chaos. But when the world has flipped upside down, everybody is in the chaos, from the baby in the womb to the president. In the White House, yeah. in the Oval Office, for the king on his throne, for the peasant in the field. Everybody is in this chaos. And again, the world, everybody is in chaos. So the only country, the only country, the only nation, the only people who can maintain order and have a hope of restabilizing the world is the kingdom of God, are the sons of God, are the people of God. It's the church. It's the church of Jesus Christ. Um, glory to God. And I say that very lightly because everybody's in the church. Um, but it's the church of um, members, citizens who know God. By perception. Um, it's those ones who have heard the joyful sound and know what it means and know how to, to move to it. And so that is why God took the time and the diligence to lay himself out in tiny details so that we can use these details as steps, stairs, to get to him um, soberly and consciously and to reside in a certain place in him as sons of God so that he can still get his work done on the earth. And and the work is to still to seek and to save those who are lost so that he can bring his kingdom 
into fulfillment and so that we can all meet with Christ for the consummation of what he started. So the book of John, the book of St. John, um, the fourth gospel of the life of Jesus on the earth, if you, if you go through the book of St. John with a fine tooth comb, like you're going through the fine tooth comb and, and, and by spirit, you're not going to do this because you know English and because you're majoring English in, in university or college. It doesn't matter what your academic level in the language is, it doesn't come with academics. It comes with being in the realm of the spirit. So even if you didn't pass English, um, it's, it, that's not a prerequisite to do what I'm, what I'm telling you to do. The prerequisite is that you're in the realm of the spirit. You have consented to adopt the mind of Christ. And you actually do set aside time, time to do that with the Lord. Jesus did that when he was here. Um, there was a place where the Bible said he resorted to often. And, and theologians said that was his headquarters. I don't know if that was his headquarters or not. I know that was where he went <laughs> to spend time alone with God. And sometimes he would, not, not sometimes mean um, casually, I mean in a very systematic way, he would separate himself from the, the multitude, and even from the majority of his disciples. And he would go away sometimes with Peter, James, and John, those three. And sometimes he would just go away all by himself. And so we need to do the same thing. And so, so if you go through St. John, I want to say, don't say this is prophetic. I just want to say it to give you to give you a, 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 a perspective on the matter. I want to say that if you really go through the book of St. John as if you're digging for gold or for buried treasure or you're digging for life, not only for yourself but for your children and your children's children and for your neighbor and just for mankind. You might have to go through the book of John a few times. I'm not going to say if you do it one time, you will get there. I did it more than one time, <laughs> and I'm still doing it again. Um, but if you go, the book of John is the place to go and do that um, with the Lord, and then he will lead you where else you need to go. But if you can handle the book of John very skillfully, very skillfully, if you can, if you know that book, and if you know the, the deep things that's in the book of John, not the surface things, um, God, God put some stuff deep in the scriptures because it's not for everybody. I'm sorry to say that. Everything in the Bible is not for everybody. Um, there are just some folks God doesn't want to get a hold of his treasure. And that's just wise, and that's just sensible. Um, those guys, the, the Bible says they have eyes, but they see not. They have ears, but they can't perceive. That's not you. You see, you have to serve God by perception, and you have to see God. Um, Psalms, I think it's Psalms 104 or Psalms 103 says, um, the children of Israel, 
the, the, the general population of Israel, when Moses was leading them, they, they saw the acts of God. They saw what God did. They saw the water divided. They saw all the plagues. But Moses knew how God did that. So they saw the acts, but Moses knew the way. Moses knew how. So that's what I am trying to impart, that we have to go beyond this state where we just see the act of God, where we just see miracles. We, we need to get into the, the realm of perception where we will know how God um, did it or how God does those things. And somebody says, knowledge is power, and that is true. But let me, let, let me open that a little bit, knowledge is power. Because when you know how God does it, and when you know why God is doing it, then you won't, God won't lose any time in getting it done. Because how many of you know that if God tells you something, let, let me not say God at first. If you're in an army and you're not trained to really listen to your commanding officer and trust his voice and perceive what he is saying, you can lose, you would lose your life on the battlefield, not because he didn't give the right command, but because you were not trained to perceive it and to act promptly. So that's where we need to get to with the Lord. If God gives you a, a, a sound, you need to know what the sound means. So if you go to holy ground and, and, and they're blowing the horn, when one person blows, you need to understand what is being blown in the spirit because nobody's going to say, oh, this is what she means in the blowing. You have to know. In order for you to get the benefit out of the horn being blown. And if you, if you go to a holy ground, you'll notice that the different, the different trumpeters, they, they trumpet differently because they have different mission. Now, some people might think they're just blowing the horn because they don't, they don't hear the message in the horn. They don't know what the horn is saying. Oh, I went to this place and they blew some horns. Why? They just did it. It sounds good. But it's more than that. It's, it's a language. And the spirits that have to, who have to respond to those languages, they do respond. They do respond because it is a language. And it's a language that cannot be resisted because it's beyond the flesh. It's in the realm of the spirit. Or moaning or groaning if if the Holy Ghost is doing it through your mouth without without a trumpet. So if you if you if you're thinking that we don't really need to spend all this time and go in this depth with the word of God, I'm I'm gonna ask you to change your mind because I thought so too. I thought at a certain point. I said God I have already consented to live holy. I've already consented to forsake sin. I've already consented to reject the world. I've already, I've already consented to submit myself to you and to resist the devil. Do I really have to do all of this stuff? And the Lord says, yes, because I have work for you to do. And all that you have just said is good. When you're a child, you speak as a child, but now I want you to become mature. And in becoming mature, you have to know to speak without words. So then your tongue wouldn't be any much problem again. <clears throat> when you speak, your tongue 
You have to spend time keeping your tongue under control because your tongue unruly, mm, set on fire to do dreadful stuff. But you, you, you can bypass your tongue and you can speak to God <coughs> by perception in the spirit and he will also speak to you the same way. And you will get things done in the realm of the spirit that by the time it's done, the enemy is smarting from it. He's trying to undo, not prevent. If you're speaking stuff out and have to speak stuff out beforehand, you can't prevent. Daniel was in that position. Daniel did not do his 21 day on his face by perception. He did it in the natural. Where he could read the word of God and understand what it says and consent to what it says and hold God to what it says. That's the realm where most of us operate from right now. It's valid. It's good. It works. But there is a level of maturity that's needed above that. So Daniel read in Jeremiah that the children of Israel were supposed to be in Babylonian slavery for 70 years. And so Daniel knew when he was taken there that he would only spend 70 years in Babylon. So the 70th year came, and it didn't seem like nothing was moving to go home. It seemed like God had forgotten them there. They couldn't even sing the songs of Zion anymore, and nothing was moving. I don't know what had happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but they maybe they had passed away. But the scripture only talked about Daniel at that point. And so Daniel went to God based on what he had read from Jeremiah. Jeremiah wrote that down before he passed away um, to let those who were supposed to know when, they would know when because he knew he wouldn't be here by that time. But Daniel knew from reading. And so according to what was written, the word of God that he understood by writings, he was able to go to God and say, it's the 70th year. We should be going home because I believe the prophecy. And it took 21 days of him being there with God, until the angel came and says, um, Daniel, before you started, before you started to pray, the book of Jeremiah, I was coming, I was sent with the answer, but I was withstood in the air by the prince of Persia, and I, I, just, I just wasn't winning the battle. Until Michael came, took over the battle, I'm, I am come to deliver you because we were, you're not going to eat until you get your answer. And so I can't stay along with you, but here's the answer, and I have to go back to finish the battle. So that's what I said. When, when you pray from this dimension according to the word of God, which is true, it has to come to pass. It can hold God to his word. But we run the risk of the enemy delaying our answer 
or causing us to start to wonder if God still remember us or hear us or am I doing something wrong here? Like, but when you when when you communicate with God by perception, you don't have another hindrance. You 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 just go straight through, like where Philip was. Philip in the book of Acts, um, the Ethiopian eunuch was away in the desert, the Sahara Desert. He had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he heard some stuff in Jerusalem. He had to go back, and he didn't, couldn't hang around to ask questions, but on his way back, he's still reading the text, and he's contemplating. And then um, God took Philip from where Philip was in Samaria and transported him into the desert, um, cleared up the, the eunuch's um, question in mind, and um, converted him, convinced him, the eunuch got baptized, and then Philip was taken back again instantaneously, um, some 4,000 miles from there. So is that only supposed to happen to Philip? No, it's supposed to happen in time God needed to happen. But it, it will only happen to somebody who has that perception. I'm certain when Philip showed up in the, in the desert, he didn't go, what? What am I doing here? When did I get here? By, by perception, young God, he knew God. That's what God was doing. Um, he knew what God was doing with him by perception. Not because God sat him down and said, okay, Philip, there's this eunuch in the desert. I'm going to take you over there. I want you to explain the book of Isaiah to him and then get him baptized. And then after that, I will tell you what's next. That was not the process. It was instantaneous. God just took Philip from here, 4,000 miles away. He did what he had to do, and then God sent him, sent him back on his way again. So if you don't spend quality time with God in aloneness, set apart, set apart. I am so sorry that the homosexuals took over that term about being in closet. Because Jesus used it. And I, I used to like using it, but the homosexuals have sort of taken it over, and I don't want to mis, mislead people. But the Bible says you must go in your closet. Jesus said it. And communicate, deal with your father in, in private. And then he who sees in secret, he will do what he had to do openly. And so we need to have that time and place set aside. I know life is so busy. I can't believe it. It is the end of February 2017. Life is so busy. There's so there's so much things to be done in a day, in a 24-hour day, that um, it seems like only one hour worth of work you get done, and then it's evening again. So I understand, I understand, I really do understand that to do what I'm saying we need to do so that we can walk with God by perception is going to take a lot of sacrifice, especially of our time. And um, But somebody needs to do it, if not me, you, because the work is before us to be done. And... Um, if we don't know it, the enemy is just going to end our prayers and 
takes a long time to do what we have to do, mess up our children, mess up our marriages, mess up our finances, mess up our relationship, mess up our sanctuary, mess up our congregation. It's just going to do a lot of messing. Somebody has to be able to walk with God by perception. And even if you're not close to me, and God is not going to transport you like how he transported Philip, you can call me. We have internet, we have cell phone, we have Facebook. Call me and tell me. Um, does set God and, um, and, help, and help me out. Um, glory to God. I help out a situation. Um, glory to God. I, I was given an assignment. See, my time is done and I haven't gotten to reading the scripture. I was given an assignment um, to raise up a ministry, and I dare not try to do any such thing without perceiving exactly what God wants. Um, so I am no force. <laughs> I am no force to hear God by perception. Yeah, if I could get a, if I could get a, get by before by just reading the scriptures and listen to people who have the gift of prophecy speak to me. Now I am for it because I'm given an assignment, and I, I I need to perceive exactly what God wants um, before I venture to do anything of that nature or that sort. So please pray my strength. We are still required. God still requires us to serve Him by perception, um, not just by what he says in the Bible, but by perception, what he wants in an instant, in a moment, that you can perceive it and go to it without him having to speak it or somebody having to write it to you and the enemy get a chance to jump in there and do whatever. I, we can always recover from what the enemy does, but we don't want to always be recovering. We don't want to always be fighting on the defense. You just want to execute and get some stuff done that needs to get to get done, right? And somebody, somebody's going to get killed, killed tonight at a certain place, and it's not their time to die. God should have a son on the earth that he could call and says, call this phone number right now and tell that person to move from that spot where he's We're sons of God. And we're called to do that. We're called to do those things. Jesus is not the only one who's supposed to take five loaves and two fishes and feed 5,000 men. They're all kind of kids in Africa. That's dying of hunger, dying for fresh water. A son of God ought to be able to go to Africa and find out exactly where the water is and tell him, dig right here, dig right here. Dig right here, six feet down, there's fresh water. We need to be able to do those things. I agree. And maybe if we do, do those things, we won't spend so much time in the church fighting each other and trying to see who's going to go preach in pulpit next week or who's going to lead prayer and worship or who's going to fry chicken in the kitchen. We need to get, we need to get into our sonship to serve God by perception. The world needs it. So, let me run through these things very quickly in the next five minutes I have here. St. John 1, verse 17. It says, As a son, you are full of grace and truth. 
that is declared um, by the Father, and being full of grace and truth, you can declare the Father. That means the Father who is invisible because you are who you are in him. Son, serving him by perception, you don't make God visible. That means anything that you do, that's what God is God doing it in you. You are simply a vessel of honor unto the Lord and God. And so you can make God visible. Um, glory to God. St. John 1, verse 47, if you're a son of God, that's of God by perception, there's no guile in you. No guile. You're blameless. On the earth, in this body, there's no guile in you, no evil. And the enemy would not be able to get you to be an associate of, of his in any way, shape, or form, to speak for him in any way, shape, or form, or to do anything that he wants you to do. That means, I said to tell you earlier, that means when you pray, you won't pray as if you're praying from an earthly dimension. You'll pray as if you're praying from an heavenly dimension. You'll pray like this stuff is already done. You won't pray like how Daniel prayed on the 21 day. It was accomplished, but that was 21 days of waiting and... Mm, you want it to be done like right now. Um, glory to God. So you will pray differently. You will pray with authority. You will pray by declaration. You will not pray groveling by petition. That's a valid time. I'm saying don't do it. Please don't misunderstand me. If you're praying the word of God back to him, which cannot return unto him void, it has to accomplish if that's where you're at spiritually, good to do what you have to do in that dimension. We all pass through there. I'm still there. Trust me, I am still there. I am teaching you what is, but don't take it to me. I'm talking about myself when I'm, when I'm teaching these type of lessons, okay? Whenever I'm talking about myself, I'll tell you. I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about myself right now. I am still at the place where I have to find the scripture in the Bible and say, okay, God, it says here. But I'm telling you there's a dimension above that. There's a dimension by perception. And the Lord told me that's where I need to get to. That's why he's giving me the details. Because it is by these details that I'm going to get to where I need to get to. If I was there, I would not be wondering what he wants me to do with this assignment I'm given. I would know exactly, but I'm still speaking and looking. So I'm still, I'm still doing the word part, okay? I'm still doing the, the the, 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 the hermeneutical part. And, um, and I'm still saying, Lord, teach me how to pray. And, um, but I know that there is something beyond, beyond here. All right? And I know that other people have gotten there. Not just Jesus. Other people who are born just like oh, you and I were born. So in St. John 1, verse 48, you have the ability to foresee. 48, 49, and 50. You will foresee. You'll be able to see ahead of um, of the event or things or what's going to happen. Um, if you have the ability to foresee, you also have to have patience. Um, if you don't have patience and you foresee, you will mess up God's business. So, so patience is a virtue. It's a gift from God. So with the ability to foresee, um, you have to be patient and still wait on the, 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 the order 
of 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 God, how God is working it through. But you but you will know what's gonna happen before it happens. You don't really have to wait for it to happen. You know what God is doing. You see what like God know what He's doing before it's done here. So um, you too, you will if you are son of God by verse Saint John one verse forty eight. You have the ability forty eight to fifty. You have the ability to foresee as a son of God, and with uh, with that ability to foresee, you're, you're also you have the gift of patience. You're very patient. Saint John two verses three to five. Um, El- Elder John, sorry to interrupt. Um, can I just confirm what you just said? Go ahead. Um, a sense of God. I I actually had an experience today that um you know took me by surprise. Um over the over the weekend my and with my my husband watching the way that I was flowing um in 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 the Holy Spirit. He said to me, "Do you scare yourself sometimes?" And I said, yeah, when I hear what people are saying. At the time when I'm flowing in the Holy Spirit, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, not my, I'm not myself. I'm just flowing and I'm doing what God is instructing me to do. But when, you know, um, people repeat the things that I have said and, and, and they're saying that these things are accurate, then, yeah, I'm like, oh, my goodness. But... Today, this morning, something happened because I, I literally, I'm listening to you speak, Elder June, and I literally asked God to take me into a different dimension, into higher realms where I can um, operate in the prophetic, you know, on a greater level. And this morning... This late, I was speaking to um, you know someone. She didn't ask for a word. I had no intentions of giving a word, but God kept prompting my spirit to say something. So I said what you know the Lord told me to say, and then God literally gave me a name. Now I was watching her on video. Um, I she wasn't connected on you know to me, but I was connected to her. So I'm watching her on video, and when I gave her the name, the reaction on her face was you know um, utter shock because um, the name that I gave her was so on point for the situation. Now the reason why um, you know the Holy Spirit was able to do that, I actually avail myself. I've given myself over to God, and I said, "You, um, you know, you know what people need when they need, and I'm giving myself to you to be used for your glory, and to to be on point with the name. I, I know God gives me dates and numbers, and and but, but the name this morning was so shocking. Um, it was shocking to her, and it shocked me as well. Um, and that tells me that what you're saying, Elder June, is possible, that there ought to be men and women on this earth that, yes, we can know when somebody is kidnapped. We can know exactly who kidnapped the person, where the person is. You know what I'm talking about? We, and if we ask God to give us those abilities, he will. Thank you, Ella June. Praise God. And I'm going to say, Pastor, because we have the Holy Ghost and we're, we do have the ability. It, it takes, we believe in God and allowing him. 
and, 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 and being in that place where he can do it. Now, see, when I said if you can foresee, you also have to be patient. Uh-huh. It's, with, it's, with people. it's with people we're going to have to be patient. Because, Pastor, once you start to activate, remember I told you that you have not yet begun to see what God's going to do with you in ministry? That's true. We believe that. When you start to get to that point where you can do stuff like that, that or the Lord does stuff like that through you, let me, let me get my language right. When the Lord begins to manifest through you like that, then, folks, your name is going to be international now that you're a false prophet. And every word you say, you're going to have somebody Hanging off it to try mm-hmm. and prove you're a liar. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they, they will not be able to believe that you being in Canada can see stuff in Africa or see stuff right. in the state and That's call right. name. And, and so people are just, oh, you're working by information, you're working by whatever they say, right? I, 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 see, I see how prophets are really abused, even by Christians. And I'm not talking about being abused by unsafe people. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons, Elder June, why I, uh, I, I prefer Pastor Maureen. I, I just prefer the pastor in front of my name because when you put that prophet or prophetess, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Persecution time. Because that means that you are serving God by perception. Mm-hmm. And the enemy is not going to let you function without... Um, all the the abuse and the that's what the Bible said a prophet does not have any honor. Honor, that's right. But these days prophet don't have no honor in no place. <laughs> Never mind in your own country, no place. You could be operating from out of the sky. <laughs> you you don't have any honor. That's right. People people don't want to really hear the truth in the way that it comes out prophetically. So you're gonna have to be patient with the people. And you can't be running around pastor trying to prove that you're telling the truth. That's right. Are trying to prove that you're really hearing from God. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you won't even be able, you, you, you should not even hear them when they say what they say. Let somebody else defend you. But mm-hmm. your job is to give the word. And yeah. somebody else, like, oh, no, no, I'll her. I'll I know who she is. No, stop talking that about Pastor Marie. No, she only speaks to you. Let somebody, that will be somebody else's job. Yeah. That will not be your job. Yeah. Your job is just to keep on and proclaiming the word, proclaiming the word. But you remember when they brought the lady to Jesus who was caught in adultery? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the one that, that don't have anything to throw the first stone and they were still standing there? Mm-hmm. Jesus used the gift of perception. And, and the reason why Jesus does those things in, 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 in those sort of natural way is for people who, who the sons whom he knows would be coming after him and would have to carry on that ministry of his like that. So what he did, he perceived the sins of the people who were standing there who wanted to stone her, and he wrote down, you know, I asked you, what did you write in the sand? <laughs> Inquisitive. What did you write in the sand that get them to leave? Just in case anybody wants to stone me, I want to know what you wrote. <laughs> He said, depending on what the word is telling you for. But he said, what he wrote in this, and at that time, he wrote, first of all, first he wrote um, dates and time. Mm-hmm. And they were still there arguing. Then he wrote places. And then they were still standing there. So he never again to start writing. And the only thing he had to write was names. 
So because they didn't want their name to go, and he wrote that in his hand, so they walked away. That's the gift of perception. Yes. That's the gift of and it's and, and more so it's needed to be activated in the church. So just like we yes. here, we're in the same place. We're in the same place where the world was when Jesus was here. So we need we need all the same gifts. Um, operating. We do have the gifts. God has placed the gifts in the church. We need them activated and operating. So um thanks for thanks for confirming, Pastor. Saint John two verses three to five. It says, sons of God have confidence in all things. Um, confidence in all things is a little difficult, but let me see if I could get it done very quickly. Confidence in all things, you know that God is always with you. And so no matter what the situation might be, you know you're the victor. Nothing's scared. Not that you're foolish, but the enemy can't can cause your heart to skip a beat anymore. Um, so you see, I'm not talking about myself because the enemy still get my heart to skip a beat, especially when it comes to certain things, my children especially. All right? But sons of God, according to St. John 2, 3 5, um, when you're in that place with the Lord, you have confidence in all things. Nothing scares you. Everything worketh together for good to them that love the Lord. You know that you're an overcomer. You know that you're, you're more than a conqueror. And you know that every time the enemy attacks, it's just another opportunity um, for manifest victory. You will, you will have all confidence. You won't just know it. It will be a part of your nature. You will just know that supernaturally. Uh, as a matter of fact, when you attack, you will just jump up and say, hooray, hooray, hallelujah, because you know that a victory is going to be manifested. Um, St. John 2, verse 17 says, sons of zeal for the Father's house. So don't tell me that you haven't been to church for a whole month and you're still good. <laughs> St. John, if you're a son of God, you have zeal for you. You, can't, you cannot have enough of the house of God. St. John, no matter what they do, you're there. And the house of God is a very, um, church community is a rough community. Toughest battlefield on earth, but you will still go. and love going. Because you're a son of God. <laughs> and you, you have to be there to do what God wanted to do there. So St. John 2, verse 19 and 21 um, our bodies, the sons of God, bodies are the temples of God. So God resides in our body. Verse 22 says, um, the sons of God believe the scriptures, and they believe everything that Jesus said and did. They don't have no question about anything the Bible says, no matter how ridiculous it seems or impossible. We believe the scriptures. St. John 2, 24 to 25, the sons of God do not glory in the adoration of men. So people start to exalt you, you will immediately tell them, stop it and give God the glory. Um, sons of God, don't let anybody bow down. No matter, what, no matter what they accomplish, no matter what they do, you don't allow anybody to bow down and worship you. you direct them back, back to God always. God gets all the glory. Um, sons of God knows how to wait upon God for God to exalt them. They don't, they don't take that upon themselves. So. St. John 3, verse 2. God is always with his sons, and we know that God is always. That's why we have confidence in all things, because we know that God is with us. Um, David says, even when I walk to the valley of shadow of death, so even with David. So this is not a New Testament thing. It's, it's written like this in the New Testament, but you will see this manifestation in the Old Testament, because God has always had sons. Hallelujah. St. John 3, verse 6, 6b to 8, sons of God are spirits. Yosef brings the St. John 3. Verse six, the, the 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 middle the middle the middle of verse six to verse eight, sons of God are spirits, 
St. John 3, verses 3 to 5, sons of God are spirits. Um, St. John 3, verse 12, sons of God are required to believe heavenly things. Um, St. John 3, verse 13, I'm running now, okay? St. John 3, verse 13, um, there is no separation or division between earth and heaven when it comes to the sons of God. Heaven is open unto us at all times. Stephen saw into heaven, sons of God who serve God by perception can see into heaven. Um, glory to God. Isaiah saw into heaven, that was Old Testament, right? I saw him high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Um, St. John 3, verse 14, the mortal life of God's son, that means this biological life that we have, are purposeful but it does not take precedence over our eternal life in Christ. We understand that um, the life of Christ in us precedes our life, our biological life that we got from our parents. So, um, St. John 3, 17, um, sons of God, do not condemn. We condemn nobody, condemn no one. Instead, we carry out the ministry of reconciliation. St. John 3, verse 18, sons of God are not condemned because they are believers in the name of Jesus Christ, and there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. St. John 3, verse 19 to 21, sons of God love, love the light and comes to the light. We're not in darkness. We hate darkness. We're walk in the light. Sons of God does truth, like truth. The action that you do is truth, right? Jesus Christ is truth. But therefore, everything we do is good. And um, we don't do anything except what Jesus would have done. St. John 3, verse 22, sons of God are baptized, and they also baptize others. So churches that don't believe in baptism, you know where they're at. St. John, they haven't read, they, they haven't read the scriptures. St. <laughs> John 3, verse 24, sons of God do not resist persecution or suffering for Christ's sake. St. John 3, verse 25 to 26, um, we understand, sons of God understand that baptism is a purification process. Um, and, it's a, and it's a method of Jesus Christ to draw men unto him. St. John 3, verse 27 says, all gifts, we understand, of God, know that all gifts come from above, so we don't rob God of his glory. St. John 3, verse 28, uh, we understand that when Jesus was on the earth, he had a forerunner. And um, I'm going to come back to the forerunner. St. John 3, verse 29, we understand that Jesus is a, is a, is a bridegroom um, after time, and the church will, is his bride. Um, St. John 3, verse 28, Jesus had a forerunner. Uh, how does that apply to us as sons of God? It means that you and I cover for each other. Each, each, each of us here who are sons, we don't consider our own self. We consider the other son and make certain that the other son can carry out his mission. Uh, that's how we work. And uh, if each do that for each other, the church becomes one. When the church becomes one, then Jesus Christ can return and, um, and consummate um, the ministry that he left on earth. Let me read from Hebrews chapter 1, because I don't want to come back to this next week. Just let me finish. Hebrews chapter 1, just a few verses. Hebrews chapter 1 says, God, who at sundry times, past times, and in diverse manner, many different ways, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days, you could put a but before the ask, but there's no but there, but you could, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, 
whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Um, so in context, that pertains specifically to, to Jesus, but as uh, we have been learning that everything that is established in Jesus will continue to manifest in us, then we know that what he's saying here, God speaks to the world today by his sons. And that is why I'm saying we need to get a number of the sons of God right now to the place where they, they can they can perceive God because that's whom God speaks to at at this time. Um Hebrews chapter one verse eight says, But unto the Son he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever, a sceptre of righteousness is the sceptre of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth. Again, in context, that applies directly to Jesus. But seeing that Jesus is carrying out that work um, in us, we share jointly in, in, in all of this, in this position with him. And I, I thought you, when I was teaching before about what is man, I did show you plain faith from the scripture that God God does look at us as, as gods, right? So I, I showed that already, in John 10. I showed that already when, when, I was, when we were doing what is man, right? So um, chapter 2 says, therefore, therefore, verse, verse 13 in chapter 1, let you know that this only pertains to sons of God, doesn't pertain to angels, okay? So angels are not sons of God. Sons of God are, are um, man in whom God has decided to incarnate himself and manifest himself and work through. It's, um, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 says, Therefore, we, the sons of God, ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. So we do have a responsibility to maintain the word of God alive in us, hallelujah, glory to God. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience receive a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? I can't even perceive somebody um, falling away from the position of serving God by perception and then fall away. But if it says so in the scripture, I'm, I'm not going to deny the scripture. I'm just going to make certain that... Um, I teach it as the scripture says it, and I get there, and when I get there, I stay there. <laughs> that, that David says, Lord, make me good, and when I'm good, preserve me. Yeah, so that's my prayer. Lord, make me good, and when I am good, um, preserve me. Um, verse 5 of chapter 2 says, For unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. But one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? And I am going to end there. You could read the rest, like read the whole book of Hebrews. It's just wonderful. After St. John, read the book of Hebrews, because that's where it carries over to see. So um, the angels are not sons. They're not going to inherit um, the eternal kingdom of God. It's, it's man. It's those of us who would not give up no matter what and who have laid down ourselves 100% to God 
then we will um, reign in eternity with God. I hope I have inspired you to become a son of God by perception and who communicate. Amen. By no matter what it might cost, and it's worth it. It's worth, no matter what it costs, it's worth it. Pursue God and become all that he wants us to be. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Elder June. Thank you. I'm inspired. Minister Burton, back to you, Amen. my dog. Amen. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name is Jesus. Father God, I thank you for this word tonight. I thank you for being a healing word, a living word, and a teaching word tonight, Father God. And I thank you for sealing this upon our hearts so that it can grow and deep with us, Father God, so it will produce good fruit. And right now, Father God, I look at Elder Jim Malcolm and you, Father God. Everything is out tonight, Father God, I ask you to pour back into her now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, I just thank you and I give you praise. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 The line is now open for your comments, uh, your feedback, and your questions. I'll just repeat what I just said. I'm inspired, and um, my desire is to continue to be a son of God. So thank you, Elder June. Line is open for your comments and questions. Now everybody jump up at once now. Uh, Okay, everybody's quiet tonight. Amen. Uh, Elder June, um, that was a good word, a great word tonight. Um, I guess I have questions about it. This, this was going to take me a minute to digest that and get back to my questions later. Um, again, great word. Okay, are there any other questions, comments? Hello? Okay. Oh, well, since there's no more comments or questions, are there any prayer requests? Hello? Please remember to uphold my children and grandchildren, especially James. Are there any more uh, prayer requests? Um, Miss Lashana, if you could just stand in agreement with me. There's some things that um, the Prince of Persia is holding up, and we just need to, um, he, he needs to release some things right now um, so that we, we the body, can move forward. Um, we just, we have a little bit of issue uh, with you know, change of government has caused uh, quite a bit of issue um, on in in our ministry here on this end. So 
um, just stand in agreement that that which is being held up right now due to the change in the U.S. government, it will be released so that we can get on with ministry. Amen. You can say that again. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it has been, oh, my goodness. I have never, and then I, I don't want to get out of the vein, but I have never seen the United States this unstable. Like, I'm going to be honest, all my days, I've never seen such anxiety. That's how I see it, but I could be, it could be where I'm living too. But, you know, it's kind of like everybody knows things are not business as usual. And mm-hmm. it, that's true. It, that's true. It's, I mean, from my perspective, I feel like, I know I say this term a lot, and I don't know, people may not know where I got it from, but sometimes I feel like they drink the Kool-Aid. You know, um, if y'all can, if anybody, I'm too young to even know this ever happened, but I've seen the documentaries like the Jim Jones era, how all these people followed this man, followed him blindly over to Ghana and to the, to what they call Jonestown and how they mm-hmm. all was on fire, but misguided and just got just slaughtered. When, when it was time for them trying to get out, and that's how I feel. That's kind of what I feel like I'm watching now, and that's what scares. That's what makes me very anxious. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I told somebody I was like watching those TBN movies. Like if you watch the Left Behind series, and Kirk Cameron saying to hear Nikolai say something, and then everybody else like, oh, he's doing a wonderful job, and you're sitting there thinking like, he's like, that is not what he said. But that's how that's how I feel. I don't know about anybody else, but that's how I'm feeling around. That's how I'm feeling around here. So let us pray. Uh, Father God, right now, wash me in your wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Yes, Lord. Anything that's not of you, Father God, I do want us to repent. I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You are my Abba Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, and I give you praise. Father God, you are the Father God, you are the eternal Father, you are the all knowing Father, you are Adonai, you have set forth before us, you shall go before, Father God. You should watch your word to perform it, Father God. Father God, we all understand that prayer is actually a legal term saying mercy, and we know that when we come to you, we're finding mercy upon you, Father God. Father God, right now, I ask for your mercy, your grace, and your will, and your God. God is over this line tonight, Father God. Father God, right now, I'm asking to come humbly yet boldly before your throne, Father God. Right now, Father God, I'm asking for your for whatever that can, I'm asking for your will and your way and your, to be exalted upon us tonight, Father God. Tonight, I exalt you behold everything over this line, over our lives, over the, over the people, Father God. Right now, Father God, I feel the lead to be pledged, I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over this line right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over our homes right now, over our dwellings, over our people. Everywhere our feet shall touch, the blood shall touch before it shall go before us, Father God. Father God, I ask you to let your law, your anointing oil heal each and every wound on this line, Father God. Every soul wound, every soul hurt, Father God. Father God, you said show you our wounds. He said like in Hezekiah, if you show you, he said, if you show your wounds, show your wounds to the Lord, he shall heal them. We believe that, Father God. So, Father God, today we show you all our soul wounds, Father God. 
We show you things that we came in common with the enemy because of just manipulation, Father God, and we do want to be repentful, Lord. Father God, right now, we ask you to heal the wounds of our families right now, Father God. We ask you to give us divine protection, not only divine protection, Father God, but also healing the soul wounds and giving us doing power, Father God, in our in our lives, in our families' lives, Father God. Father God, we ask you to be released of any bondage, of generational bondages, Father God, that was carved by our fathers and our fathers' fathers and their fathers and their fathers and other fathers and their bloodline, Father God. We ask you for a Holy Ghost blood transfusion, Father God, from the from your son Jesus, Father God, show us to purify our blood, Father God, that we should have nothing, 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 nothing in country coming with the enemy, Father God. And Father God, right now, mm, I lift the bell of June Malcolm family up to you, Father God. We thank you for the blessings that are coming, but Father God, we thank you for the healing, Father God. We thank you Lord. for the environmental things that came across this family and maybe may have been hindrance, Father God. We thank you for binding them up, Father God, but we lose we bind that up right now. We send that straight to the pit of hell. Now we loose out you, Father God. We loose the Holy Spirit in this place. We loose you in this place. We loose Jesus. We loose your divine, your divineness in this place, Father God, because it's only through you, Father God, that only only through you that we shall be he- healing. Our family shall no longer be fractured, but they shall be whole. That parts of us, we, it's not like, we can't fix ourselves. We can't fix our family, Father God, but we know if we can bring them to you, Father God. We know there are things that happen generationally, Father God, that has happened, happened to our ancestors, Father God, but only you can rectify and give peace to that situation, Father God. Father God, we already know that you are mm, vengeance is yours, said the Lord. So, Father God, we ask you to rebuke the revenge of the enemy, Father God, tonight, Father God. But give us also the peace of mind, Father God, that we may not seek revenge, Father God, because that is not in your word, O Lord. But, God, tonight we come to you right now for your wisdom and your guidance, Father God, and your healing, Father God. And, Father God, right now I thank you right now for what's about to happen, Father God. And, Father God, right now I lift up, I stand in agreement with Pastor Marine tonight, Father God. Father God, right now, we don't know what's really going on, but you do, Father God, because, see, you are in and out. You are beyond time, Father God. But since I know you function in and out of time, so I know you can pull those funds from the past and bring them to the fourth. You can pull funds from the future and bring them to the present, Father God, because that is you, Father God. But right now, Father God, we bind up. Bind up every curse. We bind up every word. We bind up every weakness. Wickedness. We bind up all the enemy's tactics tonight, Father, oh, God. We break, we not only bind them up, but we break them. We break them, we break them, we break, we break them, Father God, right now. Father God, we command the enemy's word. We bind up the demonic words of the enemy, Father God, and render them void now, void now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we break every spell, every enchantment, every every incantation now in the name of Jesus that has come against us personally, with our families, and, and corporately, even nationally, Father God. We break it now. We send it straight to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, as we're binding these things, what we lose in its place is the Holy Spirit in its place. Father God, we ask you to release your your angels in the places where the angels need to go, Father God. Father God, I ask you to release Michael, Father God, because release Michael in his place, Father God. And, Father God, if the king of Persia is holding up or any other demonic king that is holding up anything that were not only with Pastor Rena standing in agreement, but those on this line that is needed, Father God, the king of Mammon, Father God, the king of Agra, Father God, 
oh, the, the Babylonian kings, Father God, whatever is holding Agai, Father God, that's holding up, Father God, holding up finances and resources for your people, Father God. I lose King Jesus in his face because, see, King, King Jesus, because, see, Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of the Lord, and his kingdom and his will and his way shall go way before, way before any of these little demonic kings, Father God. Father God, every Goliath that Goliath was in his way, Father God, we slew him right now in the name of Jesus. And right oh, now, Jesus. any snake king, any snake king, any snake king, Father God, we take the sword of truth and chop his head off and chop the body out and send it straight and put, send it to the pit of, send it straight to the pit of hell. Oh, Father God, better yet, let Holy Ghost fire burn it up because we do not need it to return, Father God. Father God, right now, we are asking anything that has come. We rebuke the devour now in the name of Jesus. We command every term. We bind up every termination spirit, Father God, and we loose the Holy Spirit in its place, O oh Lord. Father God, right now, mm, any, Father God, right now, they, we already know there is a spiritual war going on because this is the only way cause see, because people seeing things. It's kind of like everybody's been saying the same thing, that 17 means what in the... And we, we, we quote it, Father God, but we're not, sometimes we're not fully understanding what is exactly what it is, what is going on, Father God. That means we can't, we don't have a perception, but you do, Father God. So, Father God, we're putting this battle into your hands, O oh Lord, because, see, we know that the ironclad, there is no longer the ironclad chill to us on the earth, Father God. We know angels can, rain in, can ascend and descend from heaven to us, Father God. We know that you got, we know your spirit reigns, Father God. And, Father God, tonight we know our prayers can get through to you, Father God. So by, by faith, everyone connected to me on this line, Father God, by faith. By faith we send our prayers up to you, Father God. And we know they will not be turned void. By faith, Father God, even though we may have a spoken word, Father God, by faith. By faith we intercede with other interceders on this word that, Father God, they feel their words. It's not hitting the, it's hitting a gla- a plat not a glass ceiling, but a plaque ceiling, Father God. A uh-huh. bronze ceiling. We remove the bronze ceiling and the bronze gates, Father God. We remove the irons off the gates that's not, that's holding, that's holding blessings back, Father God. By faith, Father God. Mm. By wow. faith, Father God. We come to you with our sincerity and our whole heart, Father God. By faith, we ask you to remove another mind, Father God. Father God, by faith, we come against every mind-binding, mind-bending, mind-shifting, mind-influencing spirit, Father, the demonic spirit, now in the name of Jesus, and we loose the Holy Spirit in this place. By faith, Father God, we command the spirit of trauma to leave our people and that's rendering our people, rendering our people helpless and hopeless. By faith, we bind, by faith, Father God, we we bind up every anxiety Hallelujah. that is calling in anxiety, Father God, and we lose Hallelujah. peace. By faith, we command the uns- the what is ever calling the insecurities of this world. We come, Hallelujah. we command to stand down and flee and go straight to the pit of hell right now in oh. the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. By faith, Father God, we allow Your Holy Spirit to rain down and clear out the enemy's fire and put out the light of the enemy. By faith, our light shall shine. By faith, our light shall be relit. By faith, Father God, our hope, by the faith and by the power and by the power of the blood of Jesus and through his resurrection. By faith, through the power of the Holy Spirit. By faith, Father God, by the kingdom of heaven, at hand shall come and meet this earth, Father God. By faith, we come to you right now that 
that back shall be straightened tonight, Father God. By faith, limbs shall be restored, Father God. By faith, muscles shall, have, shall yeah. not have atrophy tonight, Father God. By faith, cancer shall dissolve and die and leave their bodies now in the Hallelujah. name of Jesus. By faith, eyesight shall be restored tonight, O oh Lord. By faith, yes. by faith, by yes, faith, Lord. by faith, by faith, O oh Lord, by faith. By faith. Every tongue shall confess, every knee shall bow that you are our Lord. You are our God. A renewing of the mind shall happen before when we even before we leave this line tonight. By faith, our mind shall be our mind shall be renewed, our bodies shall be refreshed by faith. By faith right now, by faith. Oh, Father God, it's time to clean house, and I know it's time to clean yes, house. Jesus. But, Father God, before we Hallelujah. clean our own houses and get our own life restored, oh, Lord, by faith, I'm asking, Hallelujah. Father God, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Oh, by faith, I'm Hallelujah. asking you to answer the unanswered prayer because you know your word does not return Hallelujah. for it. By faith, oh, mm. Lord, I'm the weary oh, right now. By faith, O oh Lord, by the faith of the mustard seed, you said in your word that we had the little tininess of faith, but it's not the of the faith that Hallelujah. we have that's not corrupted. By faith, we put it together, O oh Lord, to see the mountains move. By faith, we're asking you Hallelujah. to put money in our bank accounts in the morning. By faith, we're asking Jesus. By faith, we're asking you to provide for our businesses, Father God. By faith, we yes, ask you Jesus. to provide for our families. By faith, Father God, by, yes, faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, our faith shall be restored. Father God, I'm asking you to restore yes, the Lord. faith of our nation right now because their people are weary and oh, the folks are out. By faith, I ask oh, you to and evilness on this land and release your peace right now. By faith, we know there shall be no retaliation. Hallelujah. You are with the forest and clear out the clunky
By faith, I ask you to renew the spirit of this nation, O oh Lord. Right now, we are grumbling, Father God, and lonely, Father God. Our focus is not on you, Father God. Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God. By faith, I ask you to restore. You said in your word, if we repent, you shall heal our land. So, Father God, right now, I see your children being manipulated, and I'm not liking it. By faith, O oh Lord, I'm seeing it, Father God. That's why I'm giving them over to you, O oh Lord. Father God, this falling oh, no. time is not intentionally, but it's unintentional because they were wounded. And I, we, you, and I know your son Jesus understands. But God, right now, I ask you and I plead you to come, come for this nation, O oh Lord. Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God, by faith, I ask you to to fill up the mouth of the truth singers now in the name of Jesus. By faith, O oh Lord, I'm asking you to to take over, to take over, take over, take over. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. This nation was of you because of you we would not be here, O oh Lord. Yes, but Lord. by faith I ask yes, you to kill people on this land. By faith I ask you to hey. go in and those who are stunned by slavery, O oh Lord. By faith, I ask Hallelujah. you to heal those who are hurt by this very nation, Father God. By faith, I ask oh, you to yes, heal them, O oh Lord. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Because, God, we only know we got here where? By faith. We won't leave here what? By, by faith. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Heal your story, oh God, heal our stomachs, oh Lord, for digesting too much of the rotten word, Father God, and eating dead things, because dead things produce nothing but the dead, Father God. By faith, I ask you to resurrect, resurrect all our faith, oh Lord. By faith, oh Lord, by faith, by faith, Deborah, Father God, release the Deborahs on this land, Father God, Father God. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Because we have only came here where by faith. Mm. Thank you. Oh, God, I just bless you. And I know you perform your word. You watch your word to perform it, Father God. So that if we line up with your word. Oh, God, I ask you to ask you to make it accessible in thy sight, oh, Lord. We're asking for things, and we may be dirty and muddy, and we're trying to clean ourselves up, oh, Lord. But we know we can't do that, but we can only be cleansed by the, your son's blood and by through the blood of Jesus, the power of the blood, through the resurrection power of the blood, the dunamis of, that is a dunamis, there's a life, there is a blessing that comes beyond it, that goes beyond what even we can see. So before I can ask for even a miracle, Father God, I ask you to put us in alignment with you. Make us susceptible in thy sight, yes. O oh Lord. You even did that for yes, the prodigal. God. When the prodigal came to you, Father God, you brought him the robe. You met him where he was. You brought him his robe. You brought him his signet. And, Father God, to me, that means you can meet us where we are. You can give us the clothing and the attire and we want us to be a part of you, Father God. And then once you do that, you will give us your authority and your signet to declare the signet and your power, and your resurrection, and your authority to use it. But until only when we come to you to say, Lord Jesus, we have have sinned. 
Father God, we have sinned and we do we are backslidden as a nation, as a group, and we come and we come for you to so make us acceptable in your sight. Because only you, because you are the part and we are the clay, O oh Lord. And you shall shape us, Father God, and remove the imperfection and remove the, the pains and stains of iniquity. And that you would and give us peace for the chastisement that has happened, Father God. So God, I just thank you tonight. And I bless you tonight. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, praise your name. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify your holy name. Lord God, I place your woman servant, Minister Lashana Burton, on the altar before you once more. As she has interceded on our behalf tonight, oh God. As she has prayed, oh God. As she has petitioned, oh God. I am asking, oh God, for natural blood coverage right now. I am asking, oh God, that you'll anoint her afresh from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I am asking you, oh God, to pour back into her everything that she has out on our behalf tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I thank you, O God, that now it's her time, O God, to see the manifestation of the prayers and the words that have been over her life in the name of Jesus. I thank you, O God, that this is her birth in season, O God. I thank you, Lord God, this is her season of joy. This is her season of peace, her season of happiness, O God, her season of reaping, O God, hallelujah, mighty God of Daniel, she has planted her seeds, O God, and now, O God, hallelujah, I thank you for manifestation of fruits, O God, in the name of Jesus, bless her, O God, Father, I stand in agreement with every prayer that she has prayed tonight, God, because you said if two shall touch and agree on earth, asking you anything, O God in heaven, it shall be given. So I touch and agree with Minister Lashana Burton tonight. Hallelujah. I thank you. Hallelujah. That it's already done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I do endorse the public by Minister Burton. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can hear this preaching. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Thank you. Glory. Mm. Glory. Oh, glory to God. He's better yes. to us than we are praising him. Hallelujah. hmm hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, for us, yes. and how we are praising. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Ah, oh, you deserve uh, praise. Oh, God, you deserve our praise. Hallelujah. 
You deserve glory to God. Hallelujah. Ah, Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, my soul that magnify you. Hallelujah. Mighty God and my spirit praise your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Yes, Lord. And I'm Thank you for hearing and answering. Thank you, God. Hey, Mahaya, for teaching us how to pray that we can get the work done upon the earth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for confidence and faith. Hallelujah. 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 God. Thank you for faith to believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Already done. Hallelujah. Glory. We shall see your glory. We shall see your glory. You shall manifest your goodness before us. The earth is dying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it shall remain in place until you, hallelujah, call it back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The earth shall remain in place. It is the work of your hands. Mm. Help us to do the work that we ought to do. Help us to do our part. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, right now, we come this night, Father God. As we close, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for the But also, Father God, we thank you right now. Again, we thank you for binding up. Binding up everything that has come to destroy us, Father God. Father God, right now we come against any image, any great engraving image, any any demonic source, any engraving image, any object, anything that was used as a point of contact. We cut that point of contact off now in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we send it straight to the Jesus. pit of hell, Father God. We break every we break every shackle, we break every bound, we break Every every yoke, we break it now. Every demonic yoke, we break it now in the name of Jesus. Every Hallelujah. demonic spirit, we come against every demonic spirit now, Father God. And we break it and we send it straight to the pit of hell. Father God, every ironclad thing, I don't know why I'm saying ironclad. We come against that now, Father God. We ask Holy Ghost fire to melt every iron bar off your people now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to restore the systems that you put in place. And we come against, we bind up every system of the enemy, every process of the enemy. Anything the enemy is trying to use against your people, Father God, we bind that up now in the name of Jesus. Release your system, your way, your will, your your pattern, Father God, now. And God, we just thank you. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're going to do, Father Hallelujah. We thank you for finances that are coming about. We thank you for whatever still in our crops, the foxes that spoiled the vine, that the foxes are now gone in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now that every little wiggle, the locust is gone now that's not eating up our crops. We thank you right now that everywhere the canker worm and the perma worm don't sow, it shall be. Yes, God. Mm-hmm. 
We thank you that what people have stolen from us that is restored to us, not only double-fold, but a hundred-fold, Father God. Father God, we thank you right now that as our, our soul shall our health shall prosper, as our soul shall prosper. So anything that's come against our souls right now, Father God, we lay our souls on the altar, Father God, so they shall be washed and clean and made anew, Father God. Oh, God, we just thank you tonight. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father God. We bless you tonight, Father God. And as we leave tonight, Father God, we know the blessing, but we're gonna we're gonna right now we're gonna pause. And as this so forth, we're gonna receive this blessing. Because you have always said it and I think we run through it because we know it's the end, but this is the blessing we shall leave with tonight, Father God. That you may may yes, the Lord be sharing your word, and may your face shine upon us, and may be gracious unto us, and that you will yes. turn towards us to give us peace. So we thank you. So thank you, Lord. On the, that you put your name on us, and that you bless us, and we thank you, and we praise you. Amen. 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 Good night, everyone, and sleep with God's angels. Also, you, Minister Lashana. Good night, everyone. Thank you for coming tonight. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you, Minister. And everyone else on the line, God bless you. Good night. Good night, Sister Bridget. Good night. Good night. Um, glory. Yes.
to thee. We thank you, God, that you're not asleep. We thank you, God, that you're inclining your ears unto us. We thank you, O God, that your word tells us that we can cast all our cares upon you because you care for us, O God. We thank you, O God, that when we come to you in our times of needs, O God, we thank you that we have the blessed assurance that you hear us and that you answer us. We thank you, O God, that there's nothing that is too hard for you. We thank you, King of glory. Hallelujah. God Almighty, that you told us, O oh God, hallelujah, that we should cast our cares upon you, O oh God. You told us, O oh God, hallelujah, that, O oh God, we can call upon you, and you will hear us, and you will answer us, and show us great and mighty things, hallelujah. God, tonight, your servant, O oh God, reassured us, God, that we can pray the word of God, and God, your words will not return unto you void, O God. And so tonight, I pray your words, O God. Hallelujah. I ask, O God, that you will create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, O God. Search me, O God, and know my heart. See if there be, God, some ways about me that are not pleasant 
pleasing to you, God. Whatever it is, I am asking, oh God, for your blood washing. I am asking for your cleansing. I am asking for your purification, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So whatever I ask of you, oh God, hallelujah, is coming from a clean and a pure heart, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Your word tells us the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Hallelujah. And so, God, hallelujah, whatever we need on this earth, oh God, if we need joy, we can come to you. If we need peace, we can come to you, oh God. We need direction. We can come to you, oh God. Whatever we need, we can come to you, mighty God. And we have the blessed assurance that you hear us and you answer us, God. You said, hallelujah, if we abide in you and your words abide in Makoshata, abides in us, ask what we will and it shall be given. And Lord God, tonight, you know, oh God, our issues, mighty God of that. Your woman servant, oh God, told us we don't even need to make our requests known, God. Hallelujah. Perception, oh God, perception. God, you know, you know, God Almighty, what we're faced with. You know our limitations, oh God. You know the barriers, oh God. You know the stumbling blocks. You know the mountains that are standing in our pathway, oh God. You know. And Lord God, tonight we thank you, God, that we can praise you, we can worship you, God, hallelujah, knowing that because you know what we're going through, that, oh God, you've already answered prayers. You've already provided, oh God, the answer, and we thank you for manifestation in the name of Jesus. We thank you for manifestation, mighty God of Hallelujah. Glory to God. I place myself before you tonight. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, you see and you know, God, the decisions that I'm trying to make. Oh, God. Decisions that I don't want to make, God. But, God, I need you to show up. I need you to show out. I need you, oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, to do that, that which has been promised. I need you to enter into my situation, oh God, in the name of Jesus, mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah, I know you are Jehovah Jireh, mighty God, you continue to prove to me, oh God, but God Almighty, God, I don't need to live in fear, oh God, every single month, I don't want to live in fear, God, wondering when and how, mighty God, if you need to change my thinking, change my thinking. If you need to change my perception, change my perception. Whatever you need to do, do it, God Almighty, because God, I don't like the place that I'm at, and you know that I don't like the place that I'm at, and God, I know I'm not the only person, oh God. I know that there are many people, oh God, who are struggling. There are many people who are struggling for an answer. There are many people who are struggling for their breakthroughs. God Almighty, can I remind you, oh God, in November, oh God, 2016, you told me, oh God, in 2017, that Simple Words Ministry members 
would experience accelerated breakthrough. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. February is almost done. There's only one more day, Father. Mighty God, hallelujah. Day after tomorrow. You know, oh God, in our hallelujah time zone, it will be March, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God of Daniel, we need you to show up, oh God. We need you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, to act on our behalf, oh God. Mighty God, oh God, who needs to pay rent, who needs to their mortgages, mighty God, they need to pay their car notes, they need to pay their fees, oh God, they need to buy groceries, they need to pay the light bill, water bill, the phone bill, the cable, the hydro, oh God, hallelujah, mighty God of Daniel tonight, because you said, God, that we can cast our cares upon you. Tonight, oh God, I am making it known unto you that God because the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. To you, God, we're not going to go to man because the psalmist said, I have been young, now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or received bad bread. Mighty God, we are believers, oh God. Hallelujah. We are the seeds of righteousness, oh God. We are made righteous, God, through your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so, God Almighty, because we are, hallelujah, oh God, the seed of righteousness, we will not borrow, we will not beg, we will not manipulate, God Almighty. Mighty, we're asking you, oh God, because you said, oh God, hallelujah, that you provide food for the sower, because you said, oh God, hallelujah, you will supply all your needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And that's what you said, mighty God of Daniel. And so tonight, hallelujah, I am coming to you, oh God, on behalf, oh God, of every member of this ministry, oh God, who are in need. I am coming to you tonight in the name of Jesus, mighty God. I am coming up on the wall. I am climbing the wall, and I'm going to sit on the wall tonight in the name of Jesus. Because, God, we need to hear from you. We need a word from you. We need a blessing from you, mighty God. And God Almighty, hallelujah, I know your hands are not too short, oh God. I know that there's nothing that is impossible for you, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, we need your help. God, we need your help. We need your help, mighty God of Daniel. We're calling upon you, God. God, we're going to be like Jacob tonight. We're not going to let go until you bless us in the name of Jesus. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. In our natural eyes, it may seem to be too late, oh God, but God Almighty, hallelujah, I know, God, that you show up right on time, hallelujah. God, you kept on placing every time that I wanted to uh, be concerned, God, you place, oh God, the song, hallelujah, in my spirit, hallelujah. How many times must I prove how much I love you, Mighty God of Daniel, didn't I show up right on time? I am asking you tonight, Ramaseta, in the name of Koroshiara Ramasata, oh God Almighty, in the mighty name of Yahushua. 
didn't pray the way that I should, oh God. If I didn't, oh God, step in the way that I should, oh God. Lord God Almighty, I am asking you, oh God, to meet me, oh God. Hallelujah. Meet me where I am tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, for every person, oh God, who remain on this line tonight, for Sister Bridget, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, for Elder June Malcolm, Oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, I pray, mighty God of Daniel, for Sister Andrea Murray. Oh God, hallelujah. I pray, mighty God of Daniel, that you will hear cries, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God of Daniel tonight, I thank you, Lord God, for a job, oh God, for Sister Andrea Murray. Oh God, I thank you, Lord God, for finances, oh God. God, I decree and I declare that there's money answers, oh God. I decree and I declare that money cometh to her in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree and I declare that her store basket is overflowing, oh God. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the blessings, oh God, that you've poured out upon her. I place, oh God, Sister Bridget on the altar before you, oh God. Mighty God, for the blessing that she is, oh God, to the people on this line, oh God. God, I am asking, oh God, that you will increase, oh God, her finances, oh God, increase her stocks, her bonds, oh God, increase her investments, oh God, increase her money, oh God Almighty, hallelujah. Because, oh God, money answers, oh God, hallelujah. Lord God, grant unto her, oh God, your divine supernatural blessing. Oh God, that no man can stop, oh God. I decree and I declare overflow in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, oh God, for Elder June Malcolm, oh God. God, you've given her a vision, oh God. You said write the vision and make it plain. Hallelujah. That they that run may see it, oh God. Though it tarries, it must come to pass. God, I thank you, Lord God, that the vision that you've given unto Elder June Malcolm, oh God, hallelujah, that vision is coming to pass in the name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, mighty God of Daniel, for every cent, every penny, every dollar that she needs, oh God. I thank you that it's already in the kingdom, oh God, hallelujah, and that she's about, oh God, to receive it in the name of Jesus. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for grace highway redemption ministries, oh God. Lord God, let there be a supernatural flow of finances, oh God, into greater highway. Lord God Almighty, oh God, let there be an overflow, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. I pray, God, for every tither, oh God, in hallelujah, in greater highway, oh God. Those, oh God, who do not think that they can tithe, oh God, I pray, God, for a financial breakthrough for them, God, to that they can become, oh God, blessers, so that they can become blessees, oh God, because God, as we give, oh God, it is given unto us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, mighty God of Daniel, let your words become alive in your people, oh God, hallelujah, at Greater Highway Redemption Ministries and Simple Words Ministry, oh God, hallelujah, let your words become alive, God, let us experience 
Oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, what thus says the Lord, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mighty God of Daniel, your word says the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow to it, God Almighty. Father, we walk in your blessings, oh God, hallelujah. God, we dwell in your blessings, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you tonight. We bless you, oh God. We worship you, oh God. And God, even now, hallelujah, I can't stop praying without praying for my husband, oh God. I am asking you, oh God, to keep your hands upon him, oh God. Hallelujah. Truly, he's a gem, oh God. Truly, oh God, you, oh God, made him, oh God, just for me. I remember many years ago when I was cursed off and told that I'm a lesbian because I didn't have a man, God. And they said that the man that I needed was not made as yet, God. But God, you were making Collington daily for me, oh God. You fashioned him just for me, oh God. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Maseketora Makoshata. Thank you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, for a real man of God, I thank you, oh God, he doesn't stop me, oh God, from traveling to preach your gospel, oh God, I thank you that he goes with me, oh God, wherever I'm going, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, to bring forth your words, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, that you have assigned him, oh God, to my life, oh God, I thank you, and Lord God Almighty, I'm asking, oh God, that you will bless the work of his hands, oh God, bless his businesses, Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Every seed, oh God, that he has sown, oh God, let him experience, oh God, the overflow now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I worship you, oh God, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, for any blessings, oh God, that you have in store for Collington daily, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that you are his Abba Father. I thank you, oh God Almighty, hallelujah. Oh God, they keep on calling him Pastor daily, oh God. Lord God, I pray for the manifestation of that word over his life, oh God. Father. I will be happy, oh God, to be co-pastor and first lady, oh God. I will be content, oh God, hallelujah, to sit at his feet, oh God. Raise him up. Raise him up in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. God, I thank you. Mm. I praise your mighty God. I worship you. I adore you, O oh God. Father, I pray, God, in the only name that I know how to, the mighty name of Yahushua, Hamashiach. It is in his name that I pray, and I call it done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know if you're praying, but you are a true woman of God. I say that all the time. And um, touch. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The profitable sharing of of job and our money. Um, Mighty God, they promised they were going to give us. Um, a year's profit sharing and when 
Hallelujah, Jesus. When they calculate it down, it sounds like nothing. Oh, but Jesus. I pray it tonight. Because oh, I thank God mm-hmm. that I will do what I duly deserve. In the name of Jesus. And then you said a second thing. There's more. You said a second thing when they said that you wouldn't get a husband because you're a lesbian and all that crazy stuff. Pastor Marine, I thank God for you. Continue to be obedient and to hear from God. And when he speaks to you, continue to speak to us. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. God bless you. I was told that. There was a man that was trying to pick me up, and I wouldn't give him the time of the day, so he said I was a lesbian, and the kind of man that I want doesn't exist, that God's going to have to make yes. him, and God did. You got yes. it, girl. Mm-hmm. Just put the word out to God, he will do it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I was very adamant. I was not going to make another mistake, and I was not going to settle just because to have a man when God fulfilled my needs. God fulfilled every need that I have. I'm not going to say had. Every need that I have, God fulfills it. So I wasn't going to settle. I was not going to settle for, you know, just because somebody come and, and whatever. And so I was called all sort of names. Oh I've, been, oh, I've been called some names because I wouldn't settle. Oh, oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank the Lord for turning around that money situation for Sister Bridget. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, we bless the Lord for turning that around. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Name of Jesus. We just praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless the Lord for turning around that situation. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Shama, hallelujah. We just bless God for putting his hand. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah to those funds. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, and manifesting and creating what we didn't expect to see. Hallelujah, we shall see it. Oh, God, supernatural increase. Hallelujah. Supernatural increase. Hallelujah. Oh, Shama, hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless God for changing Hallelujah, everything in the favor of his handmaiden. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pastor Maureen, pray for Lisa for me and her husband's situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I told you what I saw. She's kidding. She's not going to have children now. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, the devil is a liar. Um, I literally saw, I literally saw a man coming from afar. Okay. I saw a man coming from afar. He was like he was on a journey, and um, he found her. Hallelujah. May not be the you know who she's looking for, but he's coming, and when and when the connection is made, um, she will know that this is the one, and it's not going to be a long courtship. It's going to be quick. Yes. Praise God. It's going to be very quick. 
We bless God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God doesn't make you have to work for anything. No. No. And you don't believe in working for a husband in the church. In the world, yes, but not in the church. <laughs> and I agree with her. Hallelujah. Amen. And you're right. She does want to be found. She said, I don't want. I don't want to find a man. I want my husband to find me. Amen. And it is so in Jesus' name. Uh, you know, the people walk around looking for all kind of stuff and pick up all kind of foolishness. That's right. Oh, God, yes. only you. If we only be patient. Mm. Uh, yeah. There's nothing, I mean, going There's nothing that's, that's too hard for God. No. No. There's nothing. Um... Uh, Collington Daily was, you know, minding his business. I was minding my own business, and um, God says it is time, and He connected us. Amen. And we didn't, uh, we didn't go through no long courtship, yeah. you know, because God, God, you know, God is is in the midst, and He just He put it He put it all together so quickly. Yeah, you perceive who each other were. Exactly. Right. Hallelujah. And she, she, she's worried now that she's past 30 and she might not have children again. I said, oh, my God. I'm, two, I'm 40, 49. I thought I was 48. <laughs> my mother reminded me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was... Mm-hmm. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. God is mighty. Mm-hmm. He's, so, he's faithful. Anything in promise. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, ladies. Have a blessed night. God be with you. Until we meet again, may the good Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> good night. God bless you.
That's what you were going to before you said you were going to present your respect to them and statue at Donald Trump. Near kid. So you still out there? They can't meet in front of the first day of the next year. Um. I'm back to. We never hear anything of so. Not no other no way. How those guys gone gone pull on their pants and and and, and the North Korea man killed off him, him brother who is already in exile and number him. Mm-hmm. And he killed off five more people. The North Korean president. North Korea president. Jim Jim Chong Young, King Young, King Jong Young. He's killing him brother. He's my one brother who runs from the country. So your brother not into the politics and all of that stuff. Your brother said that's all around the world and enjoying life. You know, yeah, you know what? Before he, he um, before him for dead. Before the, the um the father did, the boy left the country. You know want to be known president. He's going to go better. Remember that one woman just walked up and go like this and he got dead too. Why woman do it? Just walk up behind him. Um walk he has up in our hand.
comments by the National Intelligence Service in a private briefing to lawmakers come as Malaysia investigated poisoning death of Kim's estranged elder body, brother, his estranged elder brother, Kim Jong Nam. That investigation is still going on, but South Korea says it believes Kim Jong Un ordered the assassination. This took place February 13th at Kuala Lumpur Airport. You know what everyone is spending time doing? They said we're on the wrong movement path and so forth. I guess all that's why they put them up in the North Korea. Then he became an adult in 
Goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.